Hey everyone, welcome to Bully Food. Today on episode six, we are going to talk about your first bully food principle, which is to make it boring. Welcome. I'm Kelly Sorg, your host. I've been a middle school teacher for 20 years, and I'm very interested in helping young people learn about the topic of being bullied and how to get past it. This podcast is where we discuss all things being bullied and moving on from that. And, um, my backstory, my students told me recently through a survey that they don't think the curricula or interventions schools use to help with bullying really work and that they really only can rely on themselves and their friends and their, maybe their parents to help them move past it. But, um, I've helped many students with the bully food method and I helped myself out of being bullied as a kid, um, using it as well. So um, that's when I figured out all these things and, and I want to, I want to pass them on to you. Of course, this is a podcast for everyone and I don't know all of you. So you, you are on your own as far as choosing which lessons will work best for you and which lessons you're going to leave behind. Um, there are many, many lessons in this podcast and you can pick and choose. You do not need to do it all for your bully to finally leave you alone um, just a few will work for you. You, you just need to practice and keep at it and eventually, uh, it, it will work out. So, um, last time we did talk about some, some gestures, some expressions, scripts, and sounds to start practicing to be sending nonverbal signals. And we also talked about the power of nonverbal signals. Um, this time I want to give you your first bully food principle. And just, I want you to understand the importance of using a principle as a guidepost instead of using tips and tricks and, um, you know, things that would work in one situation versus things that will carry you through because it's sort of the way you, the way you roll, the way you are. Okay. And that's what a principle is. It's, it's a, it's a guiding idea. Um, and instead of, uh, one thing that will work in one case. Okay. So, um, we learned several strategies last time to communicate boredom indirectly through nonverbal communication and saying I'm bored is not as effective as acting it out. Um, in fact, saying anything isn't as effective as acting as if it's so that's why actions speak louder than words. So why would saying something be less effective than showing it? Well, when you say something, you call it into question in people's minds. As soon as you say anything, they on some level in their mind, start figuring out whether or not to believe that or not whether or not that sounds true or right to them. Okay. But when you act something out and you show it's already going on, it makes that thing ring true for someone. Okay. So simply you could say, you could tell someone I'm a good dancer, but if you are actually dancing well in front of them, you don't need to tell them you're a good dancer. They can see it for themselves. That's, that's, that's the power of actions versus words. All right. So people believe what they see is my point. So what's so special about boredom? Bullies 
need to feel relevant and important and stimulating. Remember that they get their bully food or their power by causing emotional reactions, by having a big effect on people. And usually it's a big effect on people's fear, people's um, worry, people's anticipation. They have a big effect on your pride. They have a big effect on your sense of whether you get along and your belonging. All of that, they 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 need to feel like they're effective and they have a big impact and they stand out and that people consider them important, okay? So if the effect they end up having is boring, then the power that comes with boring everybody is very little. It's actually, could it could actually be worse than little. It could be nothing or even worse than nothing. They, they could actually be making themselves less important by saying boring things. Um, so you definitely want to seem bored by your bully and eventually you want to get others to also be bored by them. Um, and the way you do that is, well, the opposite way, the way you'd make your bully interesting is by causing a scene. If you cause a big scene by crying or, or getting angry or, you know, lashing out or retaliating against the bully or trying to plead with people not to believe what they said, whatever it is, if you cause some big scene, you are dishing out the bully food because the bully wants you to cause a big scene. They want to, you to, they want to see how big of an impact they can have on you. All right. So the opposite is what you're going for. You want to create a deflating moment for them. You want to be a big wet blanket. You want to be the rain on their parade. You want to be a nothing burger. You want to create a vacuum of interest. You want everyone to look away. That is where your power lies. You want everybody to look away from the bully and toward you because of how either funny you are or how good you are at dealing with the bully or the fact that nobody's ever stood up to the bully like that, whatever it is, or just that you said something that nobody expected. You want that all the eyes to turn and look at you or at least to look away from the bully. That's where your power lies. So you not only want to make the bully boring, which is their biggest fear, but you also want to bore them. So you're not just trying to make the bully look boring. I'm going to repeat this. You're also trying to make them bored. How do you bore someone? Two ways, confusion and repetition. Okay. This is how confusion works. If you're confusing them, you're making them feel dumb or like they don't get it. And usually a bully, because bullies want to remain in control, they want to be important, they want to have an impact, they don't like to feel confused. And when they feel confused, they immediately check out to save face. They immediately, they buzz right off because they don't want to be caught looking like they don't know what's up. So um, confusion can come from a blank face and they look at you and they can't figure out what your face means. Uh, it could be the fact that you didn't get upset when they thought you were going to, they were going to have this big impact on you and you just didn't, you just shrugged it off. You didn't care. That's enough sometimes to confuse them and they go, okay, I don't understand why this kid is now not, this kid now doesn't care when I embarrass them and now I don't know what to do. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Okay. 
The other thing that you can do to bore the bully is repeat yourself. And that is inherently boring because you add nothing new to the situation. I don't think anybody really likes to listen to something on repeat for very long. Um, but especially a bully because they, it gives them nothing new to attack and it gives you nothing new to defend. That's why the broken record strategy works so well is you say the same thing and they keep running around in circles trying to get you to say something new and you just keep going back to that same point and they're trying to attack the same point in the same, you know, over and over and over and you're just, you don't have to do anything. You're just kind of batting them away. Um, bullies hate to be bored almost as much as they hate being judged as boring. And here's why it leaves them to their own thoughts and their own miserable, pitiful feelings. Every time a bully starts to feel bored, they start to realize how dissatisfied they are, how insecure they feel, how they don't feel like they have enough control how they want to make people do what they want to get power because they don't know if anybody likes them. They have a lot. We've talked about this before and we will talk about it again. The bully feels like they need to get what you have to feel better about themselves. That's why they try to have a big impact on you and get control of your emotions because it makes them feel better about themselves. It makes them feel stronger. So if you make them feel bored, they're going to only have one thing to focus on, which is their own pitiful, miserable situation they're in. Okay. And they hate this. They hate it. So learn how to be the source of all that is boring. Your bored bully and your boring bully will be running to anything more interesting than you. And then you win. Now you're ready to play off whatever they throw at you. You are getting to the point where you're going to be playing off all the kind of stuff that they threaten you with. And we've talked about in, in past episodes, we talked about that they might threaten you with something, you know, to do with danger or harm. And you have to assess, you have to go and look at their, their track record and say, has this bully ever done anything that was dangerous or harmful to someone? as far as like physical danger goes. And if the answer is no, they haven't got a track record of that, then you can pretty much, you can pretty much call their bluff on that. And I recommend doing that non-verbally, not do not get into a verbal confrontation with someone who you're not sure how they're going to act as far as like physical aggression goes. But if, if the only thing they're doing is threatening you with being, you know, embarrassing or mean or judgmental to you, at some point pretty soon, you're going to be able to play that off and not really, um, not really have it affect you much. And, and you won't be dishing out much bully food. You're just gonna, you're just gonna play it off. So practice your size, your blank stares with blinking, you're repeating yourself with the broken record technique and frequently look directly at them for a second and then look away after a few seconds. Um, look away to the side. Do not, do not look down and just keep at it. Keep practicing, have fun, and I'll see you next week. 